I don't know if I belong here. Like I kind of feel like I've ridden some coattails to get into this position and um, probably put all my successes down to luck. Whereas, you know, all the obstacles or problems that I've kind of been met with are of my own doing. What most people would also find is that you just feel that you don't belong where you are or you don't deserve to be where you are in your career and that at some point someone's going to realise that you are not as smart as you pretend to be or not as um, skilled as you pretend to be. And welcome to MDA Nationals podcast on a topic you don't normally hear about in medical school or in specialist training, nor is it something that is often spoken about, and that's the topic of imposter syndrome. As a GP and a medico-legal advisor, I'm really looking forward to understanding more about imposter thinking by talking with our guests today, executive coaches Susan Mayle and Jay McCormick. In their work with doctors, they have found that imposter thinking is quite common and they'll be helping us explore the issue and strategies for managing it. Hi, Susan and Jane. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Kylie. What I experience is this idea that you didn't do well enough or, or if you did, it wasn't deserved. You look back and you go, oh, you did this. I'm like, yeah, but I kind of got lucky with that or I didn't really, I didn't really deserve that. Like somebody else helped me get that not being able to sort of take the win, I guess, is, yeah, how, how I experience it. I say, Susan and Jane, what exactly is imposter thinking? Well, imposter thinking is pretty normal and can happen in any roles in our lives, not just work. It's when we feel like we don't have the skills and abilities that other people think we have, and it becomes problematic when it starts to affect what you do and how you feel about yourself. The key point is that with imposter feelings, there is clear evidence that you're not an imposter, but you still feel like one. It's really powerful to hear from these uh, clearly accomplished and committed doctors. What can we learn from the stories we just heard? Well, to start with, Kylie, there is a real cost of imposter thinking. You know, if, if it's not managed, it can not only limit the enjoyment of your work and your career progression, but it can also really impact other aspects of your life. Yeah. You know, these doctors spoke also about not sleeping and social withdrawal more generally. There's a few things that I do to try and improve my thinking and one is to talk to my mentors. Uh, so people who I know who have either been in the position that I'm going into or people who I've recently worked with that I've looked up to, to satisfy myself that it really is a skill set that I do have. Because I think that's the problem with the inner critic is you convince yourself that you are not good enough and that you don't have the skills. Susan and Jane, I just wondered what are some other strategies for people to use? One other strategy that we encourage is to cultivate a growth mindset when you are getting feedback. Uh, so receiving feedback can be difficult for people with high levels of self-criticism. And evaluation anxiety is normal, but can be particularly difficult if you're struggling with imposter thinking. So try adopting a growth mindset where we see ourselves as learners and have the capacity to grow and develop. So people with growth mindsets believe their abilities are not fixed and they actively seek good constructive feedback that allows them to learn and grow. But also it improves our ability to bounce back from adversity and failure. And, and I think the other thing there too was that if you are in a negative 
um, loop of thinking, don't wait until your schedule time to get feedback proactive be proactive and and ask you know how am I going what could I do better you know rather than um, being stuck in a negative situation yeah yeah we would also say that these things are a work in progress they don't just happen overnight look I think it's really important that they understand that this is something that that a lot of people struggle with and that the people around you they're really smart people right if they're complimenting you you've earned that if they're examining you like that you deserve that result that is your accomplishment it's kind of nice where i'm in an environment that's very supportive and nurturing and i guess it's just having that close group of friends and i'm acutely aware that uh, not every training program and hospital has that infrastructure in place it's certainly a difficult thing to try and force upon institutions but i guess like this exercise now it's just being able to make sure that people are aware that this is a thing and trying to share experiences and how individuals or groups groups have been able to overcome those problems and those hurdles. Jane and Susan are qualified professional coaches. Their professional coaching service is Contemplum, which you can find at contemplum.com. Imposter syndrome unchecked can lead to anxiety, depression or burnout. Consult your GP or mental health provider if you have concerns about any of these. And MDA National notes that this work is copyright. Apart from any use permitted under applicable copyright law, you may not reproduce the content of this podcast without MDA National's permission. The podcast contains generic information only, intended to stimulate thought and discussion, and doesn't account for requirements of any particular individual. The content may contain opinions which are not necessarily those of MDA National. We recommend that you always contact your indemnity provider when you require specific advice relating to your insurance policy or medico-legal matters. (music) 